Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Hello, everybody, and I'm glad you're here today. I'm very excited. You know, it's a it's a beautiful day outside. Uh, I'm getting ready. I'm going to Texas today. I'm uh, going to be at the, the React 19 event down there speaking this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, you know, hopefully we're going to do some good things and help raise some money and do some positive things for people who are injured by these deadly COVID vaccines. Yeah, they definitely need help. It's, it's very difficult. A lot of people won't listen to them. So I'm looking forward to the event. But I want to talk today about uh, the fight the fight for freedom, the fight for unity, the fight for America, the fight for us to remain a free nation, the shining beacon on the hill. And, you know, we've got a lot of things happening with this. And I've learned a lot since I started this fight. So let's go back a few years. And for those of you that don't know, uh, you know, my story is an interesting one. I'm a nobody from a little town. And I'm just... I was an attorney and doing my thing and just, you know, started in private practice. I had been, uh, I'm old. I'm not a young guy. I mean, I graduated law school a long time ago, but I had done consulting and all sorts of different things and uh, decided to open up a nice, quiet little private practice. And uh, then COVID hit and they locked us down. And I say, well, this is not acceptable over my dead body. You're going to put me under house arrest in the United States without any sort of reason over some disease that's not really all that dangerous and you're lying about it, which by the way, I knew at the time because I was working on the science related to the disease before they did the lockdowns. Uh, I've got background in the health sciences. So, you know, I start fighting and I've developed a platform. Now we have this great show and we've got a bunch of other shows. You know, we've got our local show. If you're watching me live, you know, if you subscribe to the video, I appreciate that. If you're listening to me on the America Out Loud Network on this show, I love, love, love doing this show. Uh, and thank you to, to Malcolm and the whole Out Loud team for, for getting us out there. Um, but I've developed a platform and, you know, we've continued the fight. And I'm still, you know, I'm a lawyer, so we're still suing everybody and doing everything we can there and developing lawsuits and this, that, and other. But a lot's changed, and I want to tell you, and this ties directly in with Donald Trump. Yes, it does. Not because I'm working with Donald Trump, not because I've ever met him, because I haven't, uh, but because this is really an interesting thing. The parallels in our society to what Donald Trump is facing are, are kind of shocking, right? So Donald Trump, you know, uh, he started the freedom fight back in 2015 when he decided to run for president. And uh, so he started quite a few years before I did. Not that I wasn't pro-freedom, not that he wasn't pro-freedom before that, just, you know, that's when we, we stepped up. And uh, when Donald Trump started, and by the way, I'm not comparing myself to the Donald. I'm nowhere near his universe, nowhere near his universe on impact or anything else. But there's parallels in, in certain experiences, and that's what I'm talking about, right? So it, Donald Trump starts his fight, and he thinks, much like I did when I started my fight, well, you know, listen, we're fighting for freedom. Who opposes that, right? Right. Uh, America first. Who opposes that? 
Make America great again. How can you oppose making America great again? We live here. And we all thought, uh, Donald Trump thought this, and I thought it differently when I started, and I'll get to that in a second, but Donald Trump thought, you know, make America, everybody will love this, it'll resonate, and everybody did. We the people loved it. But when he ran and when he became president, something happened. The people of this country loved what Donald Trump did. When he left office in 2020, our economy was booming. The country was doing well. We were respected around the world. All sorts of positive things. He had rebuilt a ton of what Obama had destroyed. And things were doing very well. Remember remember sub $2 a gallon gas? Do you remember that? Remember being able to afford your groceries? Well, the thing that Donald Trump didn't know was how evil our country has become in regards to its infrastructure, the deep state. He didn't know when he started, and it's manifest that he didn't know, right? I mean, how could he know? None of us realized how evil the swamp is. He knew there was a swamp, but none of us realized how entrenched or how evil it was. We didn't realize that they would create a disease and unleash it on the world and have a bio war that killed millions of people and would kill millions and millions more through an evil vaccine that was a hundred times worse. He had no idea that the FBI, the DOJ, the DOD would undermine him for years, set up fake impeachments, fake this, fake that, that they would do all of these things and ultimately culminate with the release of a bioweapon that would allow them to steal an election from him. He had no idea. And how could he? How could he? So, you know, once he gets there, one of his greatest tools, General Michael Flynn. Yeah, General Michael Flynn, yeah, Flynn is a buddy of mine. I love General Flynn. Good man. Good man. He's a true patriot, true American. And, you know, General Flynn, with his experience in the military and in the intelligence community and all these things, you know, he announced when Trump brought him in, that he was going to audit the deep state. He was going to look at the black book projects, the projects that the intelligence communities do that they don't have to report to Congress or anybody else, and they keep it all hidden. And Flynn knows how to do that because Flynn is uh, from that background. So Flynn was going to audit this. Had he done that, had, had General Michael Flynn been able to stay at Donald Trump's side, I believe General Flynn would have found that the COVID plan was underway, that so the election fraud was under, all these different things were underway. And I think that he would have shut it down. He would have killed the deep state right there. So the first thing that they do is they destroy Michael Flynn. They try and destroy a general who's given his life to our country, who continues despite everything they've done to you know, fight like a Flynn and uh, fight. So, you know, they take Flynn out of the administration. So Trump doesn't have his eyes and ears that would know what's going on in the, the intel community, which is really the core of the swamp, right? When we talk about the swamp, you guys got to understand. Let me explain this to you. So the swamp, you've got the corruption that we see everywhere. And you see your Anthony Fauci's and you see the, the congressman getting bought off and this, that, and other. But understand the people pulling the strings are, are the people you don't hear about, right? So our intelligence community 
partners with uh, various uh, for-profit entities, private entities all over the world. And they have secret contracts. And the contracts, I've seen some of these. They're not allowed to share these contracts. They're not allowed to talk to these contracts. They're not allowed to uh, do anything with these contracts. They, they don't exist. And if the companies that have these contracts share them, they go to jail, right? Uh, the contracts are structured in specific ways, and uh, these guys don't play games. If you're under a top-secret military contract, anything like that, those those are those are hardcore, right? So there's these public-private partnerships, and what the DoD does, and it's uh, the DoD, it's the CIA especially. They've mastered this. Uh, DIA, all these intel agencies, they partner with these private entities. And uh, they let the private entities do the things that they can't do legally to bypass any, any legal issues that there are. So there's no repercussions legally for it. Well, they did that. They worked with that. And they've got the intel community, the CIA, they have, they have people placed in the State Department. They have people in the FBI and the Department of Justice. They're all over, right? Uh, they recruit people from all over, and they coordinate. They pull the strings, and there's no oversight because the only person they're accountable to is the president. The president can't keep up with everything they're doing, whether it's Trump or anybody else. Plus, you know, they report to the president what they want him to hear. They don't tell him everything. So we've got this deep state nonsense going on, and they were working against Trump, and none of us realized how deep. And then, you know, you fast forward, and they undermine Trump for four years. I draw a parallel because when I come in, uh, I come in because these lockdowns. I'm thinking, you know, my governor's a crook. DeWine's a crook. He sold out and he locked us down. He did. He did. And he is. And I don't like him. But that said, uh, I thought I was fighting a corrupt governor, you know, a Republican in name only governor who was selling out his state. Well, that wasn't true. That wasn't true. DeWine may or may not have been a crook, but DeWine was a small part of a big puzzle. The people pulling the strings were never the Mike DeWines. They were never uh, the elected officials who you see. They were always the people behind the scenes. That's the swamp. That's the deep state. Okay, now I can tie this all together with paperwork, by the way. And we've a lot of the paperwork that I've got has been submitted to courts. It's true. It's accurate. It's a, it's a legitimate representation, right? So you got to understand that when I'm saying this, I'm not making this stuff up and I'm not saying it's not conspiracy theory. I've literally followed the evidence and this is just the conclusion that I've reached. So uh, we watch this and we find out that this deep state, we find out how deep they are. The deep state does all sorts of things. Now, one of the things that you see is the deep state doesn't want you to know how the power structure works. So we see things like, uh, you know, we passed this, uh, this, COVID Origins Act, right? Which Josh Hawley and his crew passed, and they're good for them. I appreciate them trying, but it was meaningless, right? If you look at the report that the intel agencies put out, it was an absolute insult. Now, I haven't heard Josh Hawley or anybody else speak out about this since then. They passed legislation asking for to find out, you know, get us to the bottom of what's happening. The intel agencies laugh at them and put out this garbage that no one can look at uh, and that is really meaningless on every level. And they say, well, it's, yeah, it's national security. There's, it's not national security. Do you know what COVID was? COVID was a, was a deep state plan to undermine Donald Trump. It's just real simple, right? Uh, 
you got a you got a disease with a case fatality rate roughly equal to the flu. The flu disappears, so most of the deaths that actually occurred were from the flu. I mean, this whole COVID thing was a disaster and a debacle designed to promote the vaccines and everything else. Now the you know there, there's accountability because people like me have been fighting so hard. And what happens? Well, the deep state decides to to try and shift gears, and, and now they're going to throw Anthony Fauci and a few of these guys under the bus and uh, ignore the fact that it was the Department of Defense, the CIA, the DIA, the intel community that actually did this. Okay? So that's what's going on. Meanwhile, they're obfuscating and doing everything they can to keep the media and the public focused on things that are irrelevant. The Ukraine war. The only thing relevant about Ukraine is that we've sent $100 billion to a country that supports Nazis. That's what's relevant about Ukraine. What's relevant about Ukraine is that people like Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell keep sending money to a country that supports Nazis. I want to know how anybody can justify that. I want to know why nobody has asked Mitch McConnell why he supports a country that has Nazis as a part of their military. I want Mitch McConnell to answer that question. Can someone please, for the love of all things holy, ask Mitch McConnell why he is so dead set on supporting a nation with a Nazi regiment in its military? Take the pictures. We've got all the pictures. We've got pictures of the Nazi paraphernalia. We've got, I mean, you can't miss this. This isn't a conspiracy theory. It's there. How can we support a country that's got Nazis? You talk about anti-Semitism, but I don't hear anybody saying, hey, you guys supporting the Ukraine, you're anti-Semitic. I don't hear anything about that. They'll call Bobby Kennedy anti-Semitic, but they won't ask Mitch McConnell why he's supporting Nazis. They won't ask the Democrats why they're supporting Nazis. The whole Democrat Party supports it. At least we have some Republicans opposing it. Not the rhinos, not the Mitch McConnells. But nobody's saying, hey, Democrats, why are you supporting the Nazis? Hey, Biden, why do you support the Nazis in Ukraine? Because it's part of this deep state uh, sleight of hand. They want us to look at things that are irrelevant so that we're not looking at the relevant stuff. Donald Trump indictments. Let's talk about the Donald Trump indictments and investigations. You've got uh, Joe Biden's son on recordings, on video, on everything else, leveraging his position for Pios. I mean, this is bribery in the most clearest terms in history from enemies of America. 10% for the big guy. I mean, our president is taking bribes, folks, bribes. His son is, is apparently snorting coke off of hookers' butts and appears to have images of himself with underage girls. But we're focusing on indicting Donald Trump for having records he's allowed to have, or for an insurrection caused by the FBI and the, DO, the same deep staters that are investigating him. By the way, I renew my challenge. If the FBI and Mitch McConnell and Nancy Pelosi and all these people know nothing about and had nothing to do with January 6th, release all the evidence to the public. If there was an insurrection, the public should know. 
and the public should know who's behind it, which means every single document. There are no methods or investigatory anything. All of this needs to be public. Don't tell me to trust these people. I don't. Make your stuff public. Disprove me, discredit me. I renew my challenge. I believe the FBI, the Capitol Police, Nancy Pelosi, Mitch McConnell, and others were involved with the facilitation of the January 6th riots. I want all of the evidence, all of the footage, all of the documents, and all the investigation made public. If there was an insurrection, we the people have a right to know what's going on, and we have a right to all the data. Make it public. Prove me wrong. Until then, I charge that you were involved in it. It's your job to counter my argument. The deep state has been playing us. They've been playing us from the beginning. They have us focused on things that are irrelevant. I started, and I started suing my governor because I didn't realize where this was from. Donald Trump thought he was going to make America great again because he didn't realize where this is from. We're now getting to the point that in the United States, we can show where it's coordinated. Now, the people buying off the deep state and controlling the deep state, that's another another level. We aren't there yet. I'm working on it. But we can show that it's the intelligence communities, the CIA, DIA, DOD, that was behind us with Donald Trump. They were behind the COVID. They were behind all of this. And it's time for us to start investigating real things instead of supporting Nazis in the Ukraine and having more hearings about a guy who snorts coke off of a hooker's butt. Let's fight for freedom. Let's fight for what matters. Support me at timerends.com. We'll be right back. Cofix RX Nasal Solution has completed the circle and is now offering throat spray with povidone iodine. That completes the protocol doctors like Peter McCullough recommend. If staying healthy is important, you'll want to make sure to add throat spray to your next order of Cofix RX. For a limited time and exclusive for America Out Loud listeners only, you can save 25% off your entire order. Let's double down against colds, flus, strep, RSV, HRV, COVID, and more. Click the banner or go to America Out Loud shop to get 25% off your entire order. Use coupon code OUTLOUD25. That's coupon code OUTLOUD25. For 25 years, Global Healing has proudly produced the highest quality supplements and cleansing programs that are rooted in nature and backed by science. Get 15% off all of our products using code OUTLOUD. Global Healing, giving you the power to take control of your health naturally. Maintaining a strong immune system has never been more critical. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created Immune Super Boost to help you strengthen your immunity. Unlike other supplements that don't work, Immune Super Boost is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra absorption of science-backed nutrients proven to support immunity, like vitamin C, D3, zinc, elderberry, and echinacea. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free, love it, or your money back, guaranteed. HealthyCell.com, code out loud. Okay, folks, welcome back. So we're going to continue down this path. You know, we're talking about the deep state, their involvement and what's going on, and we're just laying it out today, right? We're just going right there. And, you know, I know nobody likes when I talk about the COVID tie-ins because nobody wants to fight big pharma money. Well, you know what? I don't care. 
I don't care. The truth is the truth, folks. And what's happening is happening. And we've got to understand COVID was a big part of this. The health freedoms, the health, uh, the tax on our health. Uh, this whole thing came from Obamacare, by the way. You notice that when the Republicans had the House and the Senate and Donald Trump at president, they couldn't manage to repeal Obamacare. Why is that? Why is that? You remember that back in 2016? Remember how mad the American people were? Remember how mad Donald Trump was? He couldn't figure out why they wouldn't repeal Obamacare. Well, Mr. President, with due respect, let me explain to you why. See, Obamacare included one thing that nobody's talking about, electronic medical records. How many of you care whether your medical records are, are something you can access when you're traveling? No one. No one cares about that. Why is that such a big deal? Well, because the surveillance state. See, the electronic medical records essentially d did away with HIPAA. Because now every time you go to the doctor, when you're signing all those papers, one of the things that you're signing is the right for them to share your medical records with everybody. Did you know that? Take a good look at, at your, uh, your paperwork when you go to the doctor. Ask them who your electronic medical records are being shared with and who the companies that have your electronic medical records are sharing that data with. You'll find out that all of your personal medical history is now public. It is. Now, maybe not completely public, but public in the sense that it's shared with numerous com companies that all have you know, non-disclosure agreements, but they all have them with each other, so it's all, it's all out there. Essentially, you have no private medical records anymore. You should know that. If you go to the doctor, it's all being shared everywhere. Well, that's part of the surveillance system. That's part of what COVID was to implement and to, to structure. COVID needed, it was about pushing surveillance and control. And it was also about making sure that Donald Trump couldn't get reelected. There were a lot of things to COVID. COVID was the foundation. It was a cornerstone for the Great Reset. Without COVID, you've got a Donald Trump presidency. Without COVID, your medical records and health information are not public all over the place. Uh, so... But this all came back to Obamacare. Now, you'll notice that we couldn't repeal Obamacare because Mitch McConnell and a bunch of leftist rhinos refused to support it. We had the majority. Why didn't it happen? Well, because guys like McConnell were never Republicans. They've been owned by the left for far too long. They were not Republicans. They're not GOP. And, you know, I would pose to Donald Trump, I would pose that Mr. Trump needs to realize that these guys are his enemies. Okay. They're not frenemies. They're not, uh, you know, well, we'll, we'll back you some where it's politically, it's not a political thing. They're legitimately his enemies. Uh, you, you've got to understand Mitch McConnell does not like Donald Trump. He is fighting actively against Donald Trump, which leads me to win red, by the way, if you donate to win red, understand that McConnell and, all these people who hate Donald Trump are actually supporting or controlling Win Red. And if you think that they're going to support mega candidates, I got news for you. Any candidate using Win Red, you should you need to ask them, are do you have a way that I can donate to you privately outside of Win Red? Because I will not give money to Win Red. If you give money to Win Red, what you're really giving it to is the Democrats. I mean, it's a it's a rhino machine designed to take money from real mega candidates. So, you know, support General Flynn's pack and some of these other packs. By the way, I get nothing 
for supporting General Flynn's pack, other than knowing that it's good for my country. Uh, but anyways, so you see what's going on here is you've got these guys. They've been against Donald Trump from the beginning. We couldn't repeal Obamacare because if Obamacare wasn't there, COVID couldn't have happened. Obamacare was a necessary piece for COVID. I mean, think about it, folks. Think how mad we were about Obamacare, how much the Republicans campaigned against Obamacare. But then when they had control, they couldn't repeal it. Why is that? Why is that? There was plenty of political support for repealing it, but they didn't. It wasn't anything to do with whether we the people liked or hated Obamacare. I mean, it's destroyed our insurance system. It's destroyed everything. I mean, it's a disaster. If you want good insurance, the only way to do it is to give up all of your money and go on Medicaid. Uh, you know, Medicaid's the best insurance out there right now, by far. No, but Obamacare is functioning exactly as it was meant to. It was very successful if you're Obama. It ushered in COVID. All of this stuff came together. It was all from the deep state. And we don't want to, I don't want to lose track of where I've been because we're talking about the deep state shenanigans. What does the deep state do? We have all sorts of things happening in this country, and no one's talking about any of the issues of substance. So I was looking today, and I saw uh, one of the headlines under uh, the Liberty Daily. And I love the Liberty Daily, by the way, folks. Um, I really need to talk to them about sponsoring them because I talk about them all the time. Uh, but anyways, Liberty Daily uh, headline, America under attack, multiple explosions hit propane tanker yard near Phoenix Airport. If you look at the Liberty Daily, if you look at Citizen Free Press, if you look at the news aggregators that are actually conservative or patriot, you'll see a new attack, a new infrastructure attack on America on a daily basis. Do you ever hear about this? Was this happening when Donald Trump was there? No. What's happening? Well, let's talk about the southern border now, another important component of this great reset and attacks on America. You know, the left, despite the fact that everybody thinks that a wall makes sense, immigration's not hard to control. You put up a dang wall and you control the entries and exit points. Why wouldn't you do that? We have a process for allowing refugees in. Everybody supports letting refugees in, but shouldn't we control it so that we don't have rape trees and murder and child trafficking? Put up a wall, let the refugees in. You know, let's, let's, you want to talk about common sense immigration reform? Here's common sense immigration reform. Put up a wall, don't let anybody in unless they're, they're, we know who they are. If they are legitimate refugees and need help, let's, let's agree to let them all in and find ways to help them. But they have to be legitimate. Not military age Iranians who are getting fake paperwork from Venezuela. Did you know that's happening, folks? We have documents and video. Uh, not military-age men from China that are coming in in droves. Why are military-age from, men from uh, China and Iran coming in through the southern border? Isn't that peculiar? I mean, that would mean that they aren't really refugees, because if they were fleeing China or Iran, you'd think that they would go, just come straight to America or to Canada or something else. No, they're, they're streaming through the southern border. Why is that? Isn't that weird? Not really. It's not really weird at all. Especially when you look at all the soft target attacks we're getting in the United States. 
Uh, so we see all this happening. This isn't hard to deal with. Common sense uh, immigration reform means you put up a wall, you control who's coming in, who's going out, and then we can agree to take care of as many refugees, real refugees, as we want. I'm a huge supporter of human rights. Let's help all the real refugees, but let's keep the criminals out and let's keep the drug cartels out. Let's stop child trafficking, right? They say, well, all the drugs get brought in and tankers. Okay, well, you know what? You can't bring as many kids in through a tanker as you can through the southern border. Put a wall up. Let's find out what's going on, right? And we don't want to do that. So uh, we bring in all these guys and we look at what's happening. Well, we now hear, and if you remember back to uh, the World Trade Centers, to 9-11. One of the big concerns after 9-11 was soft targets. Well, what if bad guys come in? Look at all these soft targets. Look at what they did with airplanes. Just think if they attacked our grid, if they attacked our food supply. Well, look at what's happening, folks. Our energy supply, our food supply, they're being attacked constantly. There's always another story about another uh, train derailment or, you know, with chemical biological agents spilling all over the place. There's another story about another thing blowing up energy supplies or another food supply burning down. And it's happening every day. No one's investigating. No one's checking whether all these military age men from China and Iran have anything to do with it. In fact, there seems to be an immense amount of cover up around that. Did you know that uh, when the chemical weapons explosion occurred in Ohio, I mean the East Palestine train derailment, I'm sorry, I must have misspoke, uh, that Mike DeWine lit on fire, uh, did you know that they found blasting caps in some guy's yard a ways away that looks like they got blew into his yard from somewhere? You know that happened? That was in a news story that got covered up. I mean, I, I didn't see them, but it was reported in a news article, a credible news article. Why was that? It's peculiar, isn't it? Or not? I don't know. Here's the problem. A lot of this is conspiracy theory. But there's so much conspiracy theory going around that you have to start wondering how much of it is conspiracy fact. And since there's no transparency, it's an ama there's no way to know. But here's the, here's the thing. There's a solution. This isn't hard. So before the break, I went on my rant. I said, you know, hey, I think that the FBI and the Capitol Police and Pelosi and McConnell were all in on January 6th. If there's an insurrection, we the people have a right to know, right? They have said January 6th is an insurrection. If there has ever been a reason for we the people to have access to all the data, it's because there was an insurrection. So I think we have a right to know everything. Everything, right? So I want to know everything. I want to see all the documents. Don't tell me that you're going to redact it because it's an ongoing investigation. This is an insurrection. This is one of the most foundational things in America. You're claiming an insurrection against America. So let's try transparency, right? Not some fake report from the Intel agency that's covering its own tracks. I want all of the original documents, all of the original video, all the original audio, everything. I want it to be investigated by a truly independent third party. I want to see it myself, and it needs to be made public so we the people can see whether our public servants are creating an insurrection, whether they're creating a coup, 
whether they're committing treason. These are major, major charges, folks. This is as big a stuff as ever has happened in America. So I'm calling for transparency. And guess what? I'm calling for transparency on COVID. The COVID Origins Act was a load of crap. I believe Josh Hawley and the crew did a great job trying to do that. But you know what? They didn't require our CIA, our DIA, our DOD to disclose all of the truth about how they funded and promoted the transfer of technology and uh, the, the information that was necessary for China to be brought into uh, the modern era in biological warfare. No one's talked about that, but yet this is the core. You want to talk about undermining Donald Trump? This is how it was done. You want Trump 2024? You got to start looking at the reality of what happened. The deep state is far deeper than we realize. And this isn't about a vaccine. This isn't about any one issue. This is about the foundation of freedom. The foundation of freedom is under attack. Health is foundational to it. COVID was a cornerstone in this. Donald Trump is not president because they changed laws related to election and allowed for all sorts of things to occur where his election could be stolen from him in 2020. They're now trying to disqualify him from a run for the presidency by creating fake charges from a fake uh, and crooked DOJ. You know, I've got to tell you, this corruption is mind-blowing on a level that I have never seen. And we have to understand what the problem is if we want to fix it. Now, I'm going to tell you, I also like Bobby Kennedy. I'm supporting Donald Trump because I disagree with Bobby on, uh, on certain issues, but I support Bobby wildly in the Democrat primary. Uh, Bobby's a great guy. And, you know, I, uh, I do support him on a lot of stuff. But the thing about, about it is, is that Bobby and Trump are both doing the same thing. They're both pushing to get to the head of the deep state snake. And they both now realize where it is. Now, here's the thing. Bobby's addressing the COVID issue right up front. I, I wish Trump would do that. I do. I, I sincerely wish he would. I love what Donald Trump is doing. But he's, we've got to understand, and his advisors, they're not doing their job if they're not tell, telling him this. They are not doing their job. Uh, at the end of the day, I think Trump is hearing what's going on. COVID was really about making sure Donald Trump could not be president and about facilitating the Great Reset on a lot of levels. That's where it was. We have to make this information public. We have to make sure that it's mainstream within the Trump community. And we, the people, have to give Trump the cover to be able to fight this. Because one thing I want to tell you guys, Trump is a fighter. He's a warrior, and I believe he's a freedom guy. But you have to understand something. There has never been a man in American history under greater attack than Donald Trump. There is a global war on freedom, and Donald Trump is the figurehead on one side. And on the other side, you have the World Economic Forum, CCP, all these different crews, right? These people will stop at nothing. And if Donald Trump gets back in, I believe Donald Trump is going to clean house. He's got a chip on his shoulder, and he should. What they've done to him, it's unexcusable. But he's fighting a massive war. The MAGA crew, we the people, America first, 
we have to make sure that the truth is out there. We've got to start recognizing the relationship between COVID and Donald Trump and the vaccines and all these things. And we've got to make that clear. We've got to help go after these people because Trump can o- Trump may be superhuman, but he can only fight so many fights, right? There's only so many things that Donald can do. It's our job to get to work to provide him some political strength and some political courage. We've got to get this done. We've got to get this word out. You know, I there, listen, I don't care what you have to say about it. Donald Trump is so far ahead in the Republican primary, and there's no chance... If Trump were taken out through some DOJ nonsense or something else, first of all, I don't know what the American people would do. I mean, they'd be furious. But second of all, there's really no chance for anybody else uh, to have a, have a legitimate opportunity to move forward in the election. And I say that despite the fact that I think that, uh, you know, they're going to try and cheat. They're going to try and do this, try and do that. But the, the support for Trump is so overwhelming. I don't think they can cheat it. I think that's why they're trying so hard to make sure he's not the candidate. I think they know that there's just too too much support for him, especially if Biden runs again. Uh, you know, I mean, they're going to have to find a way to take Biden out if Trump gets the nomination. I mean, there's no question about that in my mind, because there's no way that any anyone on this planet can cheat enough to take that that from Trump. So we, the people, got to get active and got to be supporting us, but we've got to make sure that that it's okay for Donald Trump to talk about the COVID deep state tie-ins because it's real, it's what undermined him, and it's what we're facing. Uh, Support us at TomRens.com. Share the Tom Renz Show in America Out Loud. We'll be right back. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. World-class care from doctors you can trust, all from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company launched the One Wellness membership to provide free monthly supplements and unlimited telemedicine access with doctors that share your values. The Wellness Company's chief medical board designed every supplement and medical protocol with your health in mind. From groundbreaking supplements like the Spike Support Formula to unique care like Freedom from Big Pharma. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well-being above the interest of Big Pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be, with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums. For better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers.
Okay, everybody, welcome back and welcome to the Stack of Stuff segment. This one's going to be a burner, I think. I'm pretty excited. I'm kind of fired up about some of this. So we're going to jump right in. Headline, just the news. Judge halts Arizona transgender sports ban. Superintendent promises appeal. Okay, what's that all about? This is a very important story, folks, and I want to explain to you why. So, uh, quote, the federal judge ruled against Superintendent of Public Instruction, Tom Horn, in a lawsuit banning transgender girls from participating on girls' sports teams in schools. I guess transgender girls, I don't really, I can never keep this straight, folks. I think a transgender girl is a, a dude who likes to pretend he's a girl, right? So this is boys playing on girls' teams. Arizona District Court Judge Jennifer Zips, who was appointed by former President Barack Obama, ordered a preliminary injunction to allow girls who identify as transgender to play for the uh, school's girls' sports teams. Quote from this, uh, from this order, Plaintiffs will also suffer severe and irreparable mental, physical, and emotional harm if the act applies to them because they cannot play on a boys' sports teams. Playing on a boys' sports team would directly contradict plaintiff's medical treatment for gender dysphoria and would be painful and humiliating. The court document states plaintiff's mental health is dependent on living as girls in all aspects of their lives. Okay, so, folks, here's what's critical about this. With due respect to this judge, she's an idiot. I don't know how else to say it. I'm sorry. I hate doing this, but this woman is a moron. Uh, the rule of law is predicated on words having meanings. If words don't have meaning, then there, there is no law, right? If, if I can say, well, I know the sign says the speed limit's 55, but I think 55 and 65 are the same, so I was going 65 and it doesn't matter, then the law that says the speed limit is 55 is meaningless, For this moron to suggest that a boy pretending to be a girl or a girl pretending to be a boy is something that we have to accept as true means that they are disregarding the meaning of boy and girl. This has been a meaning that's been consistent since time immemorial. They are changing the plain meaning. And if that's the case, then no law is meaningful in any way, shape, or form. This is not just a bad ruling. This is a historically bad ruling by one of the most monumentally stupid people in history. The fact that this woman is a judge is shocking to me. She shouldn't even be allowed to teach kindergarten. This is mind-blowing on every level. 55 miles an hour means 5-5, okay? That's what it means. Murder means you can't murder somebody. You can't say, well, you know what? I shot them because it was for their own good, and so this isn't murder. Uh, this is actually uh, this is uh, me rewarding them for ceasing to exist. I don't know. When words have no meanings, laws have no meanings. Law is based on the meaning of words. You can't just change things randomly. And it's one thing to say that there's room to interpret what something means, but you can't interpret boy. You're born with junk. You're a boy. If you get your junk cut off, you're a boy who got his junk cut off. This is stupid, and it's dangerous. This is a truly dangerous thing. If the courts have lost their way to this level, then law is meaningless. And I get all the nuance, right? I'm a lawyer. 
I can read all the nuance. I can read all the stuff. If our legal system has fallen that far, then our legal system is meaningless. And the courts need to get their crap together on this. It was bad enough the lies that we accepted from COVID. It was bad enough that we failed to protect the constitutional rights of Americans during COVID. Now we're going to start ignoring the plain language of law that and, uh, and plain meaning of words that have existed since time immemorial? Go back 10,000 years. People could see the difference between a boy and a girl. You can look at it. You can see it. It's there. This is like saying the sky is red. It's not. It's a disastrous ruling, and this judge should, should really, I mean, I don't know. Frankly, I think this judge should face discipline. This is just an absurd and egregious ruling that in no way, it literally upends the plain meaning of words, which is the foundation of law. And if that's the case, there is no law in this country. It's just that simple. This isn't a complicated thing. There is no nuance to this argument. When we start saying that the plain language of words is meaningless because we can change the definition of those words at the stroke of a pen, then we have no law. There is no law. There is no valid governing rule. We, all we have is anarchy and chaos. This is absurd on every level. And we need to take a good hard look at our judicial system and our jurists if this is the kind of crap we're turning out. I'm embarrassed for my profession when I see this. It's a ridiculous, ridiculous thing that this is even something that was considered. A boy is a boy. A girl is a girl. There is no blurring of the lines. If the law can't recognize that, it's fine. You want to pretend. You want to play pretend in society. That's fine. But if our law can't have legitimate and consistent definitions for words, especially words that have been defined for thousands of years, then there is no meaning to our law. It is absolutely meaningless. And if a judge can do this, you talk about activist judge. You talk about changing the law. And she just changed the definition of a word that's been the same word forever. Boy, girl. It's like saying that a tree is no longer a tree. It's a car. It's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. This is unbelievable, folks. Uh, it's an embarrassment. It's, it's just shocking. Anyways. All right. Headline, Daily Caller. Not smart. This is funny to me. <laughs> Burisma execs question Hunter Biden's intelligence FBI doc show. Wait a second. So Burisma, you know, the guys that you know, had to pay off the Bidens because, you know, it's pay to play. And uh, if you don't bribe the Bidens, you don't get to play. Uh, well, apparently the, the Burisma execs and the people in Ukraine, you know, Ukraine, the Nazi loving country that we keep supporting with billions of dollars. Eh, apparently, they think Hunter Biden's an idiot. Who would have thunk that? Uh, I wonder if they provided crack and hookers. Anyways, all right. Uh, headlines, just the news. And this is a top 10, so we're going to go really quickly through this because I don't have time to go through the details, but I think it's worth hearing. Uh, just the news. Secret tapes and coerced payments. Top 10 Biden Burisma bombshells from FBI informant memo. Uh, this is a this is an interesting article, folks. Um, so these are yeah. The FBI got an informant memo, and this is you know a part of where they found out that Hunter Biden is apparently viewed as an idiot. 
which now who am I to argue uh, with someone with firsthand knowledge? Um, so these are the top 10 takeaways, according to Justin News. Uh, Burisma Holdings hired Hunter Biden to have his father protect the company. Huh. Sounds like peddling influence, doesn't it? Bribery, anybody? It seems odd. Huh. Okay, uh, next takeaway. Burisma feared Chokin's probe would stop its efforts to get publicly traded in the U.S. Well, Burisma wanted to get publicly traded. There's big money on that, right? And uh, they're worried about the, the investigation stopping that. And, uh, yeah, this is part of the influence peddling scheme, right? Uh, headline Number three takeaway. Uh, but don't worry, Joe Biden can help with all that as long as there's 10% for the big guy. Uh, next headline, Burisma knew Hunter Biden had no experience, thought he was dumb, and sought additional counsel. Listen, let's be realistic here, folks. These people thought Hunter Biden was a crack-infested, hooker-loving idiot. He had nothing to do with this. His existence is futile and meaningless. His entire existence is based off of leveraging his dad's power and influence, which his dad apparently is happy to sell, as long as there's 10% for the big guy, right? So this is, this is actually more important than it sounds. I know it's funny uh, that they thought he was dumb, and had no experience, but it, it is funny. And, you know, the fact that I can't say it enough times that they, Burisma believed Hunter Biden was dumb and thought he was inexperienced, but uh, he did have access. So he was worth his, I don't know, what was it 50,000 a month salary uh, to, you know, take, make sure that dad was taken care of. Um, okay. CHS believed payments made to the Bidens were illicit in nature. Hmm. Hmm. You mean there was suspicion that Joe Biden's a crook? Huh. That's shocking. Huh. I wonder how it is that, that there was no further investigation. Yeah. I mean, it's almost like there was a cover-up here or influence was used to cover up the buy-offs and payoffs that Joe Biden was getting. Hmm. All right. Uh, next one. Burisma executives believed they had been coerced into hunter, hiring Hunter Biden. They were. I thought he was dumb and inexperienced. That makes him perfect for the job, doesn't it? Huh. Wait a second. Does this seem like Joe Biden might have been using his influence to get Hunter Biden in there and to make sure that there was 10% for the big guy? This is really confusing to me, folks. It's almost like this was crooked. Uh, Zlochevki uh, bragged that he had covered his tracks on the Biden payments. <laughs> well, why do you need to cover your tracks if the Biden uh, payments aren't corrupt? It was, uh, quote, it was during this exchange that Zlochevki uh, confirmed that he had not made any payments directly to the big guy and bragged that it would take them, investigators, 10 years to find the records. Uh, you mean illicit payments to Joe Biden. Um, that's what it says. Yeah, they're fast. You know, we found it. Uh, well, maybe it's been 10 years. They, either way, they found it, so whatever. Uh, the FBI received a lead involving cryptocurrency. What? Hmm. 
using cryptocurrency back in 2015-16 was kind of a new leading edge thing, he said. Uh, so uh, the advantage of cryptocurrency is that it affords a degree of anonymity if there's still a money trail. It's a ledger-based system. So basically that was you know, part of the way that they were, they were buying off the Bidens with crypto, apparently. At least that's what it looks like. Uh, FBI knew that Joe's associates called him the big guy. Did you know that? 10% for the big guy? FBI knew that, you know. But, you know, no need to investigate. What we need to do is investigate Donald Trump having documents that he's allowed to have. That seems like a much better idea to me. That's, that's what we got to do. Let's, let's investigate Trump having documents that he's allowed to have so that we can charge him under the Espionage Act, which doesn't apply and for which the prosecutor should be sued and sanctioned. Uh, but, you know, who cares, right? Uh, the FBI began receiving information on the Bidens and Burisma as early as 2017. Were they doing anything about that then? I'd have to double check. I could be wrong. I mean, maybe they were. I just didn't notice. It seems like they're spending all their time on Trump-Russia collusion hoaxes at that point and other such nonsense. Our FBI is corrupt. By the way, let me charge this again. I think the FBI was behind and involved with January 6th. Prove me wrong by releasing all your papers and all your reports and all your video and all your audio. Let's see it, folks. Let's see it. If there is an insurrection, we deserve to know. Okay. Uh, the F Bureau's former intelligence chief believes the memo warrants criminal investigation of Joe Biden. They do? Well, where is it? Why didn't they do it if the, if the, I mean, if the intelligence chief believes it, why is there no investigation? It's almost like there were politics involved here, folks. Hmm. I wonder how that's happening. All right. Uh, so that's that. You know, those are the 10 takeaways, uh, according to Justin News, and I like them. All right. Now, related to the same form, uh, the FBI statement on this form. Now, mind you, this 1023 form was supposed to be public. Uh, I mean, there's no reason that it's been held back. Uh, you know, there's no... It's, it's, it's just something that we should have had. Uh, reading from this Red State article, although the form has always been unclassified, once the FBI admitted that the form existed... They maintain they could not release it because doing so could jeopardize the CHS, that's confidential human source, CHS's safety and reveal sources and methods. That is garbage, folks. The FBI is corrupt, and they know it. Now, not all the agents. There's good agents there, and that's the problem. You've got good agents there who want to do things, but they've been shut down. And here's the problem. They may be good agents, but if you don't have the courage to speak out publicly, there's a problem. By the way, anyone that wants to come forth with corruption information, I'll help you. I'll find a way to do it for free, as long as it's good quality information that we can use. If it's good quality information we can use, I'll help you for free. So any you FBI guys that want to actually do something and aren't sure how to do it, let me know. I'll, we'll back you. I'll make sure we got a whole team backing you. Anyways... Oh, that'd be a problem. 
if the if the rhinos couldn't control the information because it's coming out through through independent sources like us, oh my God, would that be a nightmare? Um, anyways, here's the FBI statement: "Quote throughout the FBI's engagements with Congress, we've been guided by our obligation to protect the physical safety of confidential human sources and the integrity of sensitive investigations. We've repeatedly explained to Congress how critical it is to keep source information confidential. The FBI negotiated resolution with Comer to provide the requested manner that protects the safety of confidential sources and integrity of investigations. The safeguards the FBI placed on the production of this information are necessary to protect the safety of confidential sources and integrity of investigations. Uh, today's release of 1023 at minimum unnecessarily risks the safety. The only thing that this unnecessarily risks is uncovering the corruption that is deeply embedded within the FBI. That's what it risks. And that's what they don't want to come out. Crooks. You people are crooks. You're liars and you're crooks. Uh, I don't this whole thing is garbage. In related news, uh, the guy who came out and said, hey, I'm a gay Democrat and I'm speaking out about the corruption, Joe Ziegler, who I am now a huge fan. I want to state this. I am a huge fan of gay Democrat Joe Ziegler, who I would probably disagree with on 99% of life, but I respect him because he did what was right over what was easy. Uh, Joe Ziegler, I would have your back for you having the courage to do what was right over what's easy. I don't care whether we disagree on 90% of the world. I support your courage. You have my respect. How about that? Well, Ziegler went on with Tapper. Tapper naturally tried to undercut it, obfuscate it. Interesting article in Red State about it. I urge you to take a look at it. Folks, share our show. Share the Tom Renz Show everywhere. Help us get the word out. Uh, Support us at TomRenz.com. That's TomRenz.com. Check us out, locals, Rumble, Substack. We'll be back. <laughs>